Welcome to Indianapolis Motor Speedway. It's always great to see this uh, group with us. Well, certainly a lot of stability uh, in the main the core light. here. We'll start with uh, Chip. Chip. I don't mean to have my sunglasses on, but they got this light black. Future's right so bright here. he's got to wear shades. Right. Chip, I, I just was thinking as we're doing this press conference and, and going back also to years as a driver, I don't know about you, but when you enter the racetrack for the month of May, is there still the same buzz and thrill that uh, there always has been? Well, I, I, I don't know that it's the same buzz and thrill, but it's certainly a buzz and a thrill. I mean, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, they say, uh, you know, baseball's the harbinger of spring. And, and, and I think it's probably more for me, it's obviously coming to Indy, you know, is uh, it's springtime. Uh, yes, we've had some races, but, you know, this really kicks off the, the summer season. And, you know, everybody's here. Everybody's, uh, you know, everybody understands the enormity and, the, and, the, and what's at stake here. And uh, it's really just a lot of fun to, you know, each year you look forward to coming back and being a part of. And it's, it's almost, um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a time to focus on, on what you've been working on over the winter. It's a time to, you know, everything from working hard and going racing to being with your friends and your, your colleagues and your team. And, you know, I, I like it, too, because it gives me an opportunity, you know, not with a team based here in Indianapolis and me being in Pittsburgh. It gives me some time to spend time with the people on the team a little more and uh, interact a bit. And uh, so I, I, I look forward to it every year. So I don't know that it's a, a goosebump kind of thing for me, but it's, a, but it's, a, it's certainly a, uh, something I look forward to every year. I ask this question often of people who have raced and raced here. And I get a wide range of answers. When you come here, do you still think to yourself, I'd still like to get in a race car? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I guess over the years, I'm sure I've said, I've been here for so many years that I'm sure I've said a lot of things. And, uh, but I, I probably, you know what uh, Clint Eastwood said, a man has to know his limits. So I'm probably uh, I'm probably a little bit uh, past that, but I still get I still have the need for speed, and I still uh, I can still uh, uh, feel that and be a part of that through the team and the, our, our two great drivers and what have you. So I I'm okay. We'll get to Scott's reaction here in a second, but Mike Cole, the managing director, uh, we talk a lot about great teams and, and the notion of having great consistency over the years. Obviously, your partnership with uh, Chip, but you got the guy right next to you there, Scott Dixon, that has gotten it done for your team for a number of years. How much comfort is it to you to go in with a, an anchor like Scott Dixon uh, leading your squad? Uh, <clears throat> wow. Um, I think uh, it seems like we're asked that question more and more. Uh, the reality is, is all of us, if we're still on the face of the earth, will look back and on, on what's happened with Scott. Um, with his tenure at Chip Ganassi Racing and, and be in awe of that. Uh, so what you try really, really hard to do today is not think about that. Uh, you just think about today. And what I like about Scott is the fact that that's what he does well. Uh, he erases, he, it's almost like a tear-off with him. Yesterday was yesterday, and today is the most important day of his life. And I think that reflects who we are as a team of people. We work really, really hard on today, and uh, uh, some days are more gravitational than others. Uh, but you have to 
you have to win the battle on a daily basis, and with Scott, that's really, really important. And uh, uh, really proud to have been lucky enough to be with him for the length of time that, that I've been, that we've been as a team, uh, because he exceeds expectation on a daily basis. Very good. Felix Reckless joins us, and uh, you made us all sit up in our seat uh, with that uh, dramatic opening at St. Petersburg and obviously the pass on Will. You come here, and this to many rookies is, looks deceptively simple, and it's not. Uh, what's it like to have a Scott uh, Dixon, but not only that, to have a Dario Franchitti who's won here three times to provide some guidance for you? Uh, yeah, for me it's, you know, I wouldn't see how you, you could do it without having some kind of help, you know, and I, I seem to have the the best two guys, or actually the the best group of guys to, to help me out and getting up to speed here. Uh, it, it is a very tricky place, as we saw two days ago with me. I mean, it's it can just bite you really hard, uh, no matter how slowly you go through it, you know, it, the limit is the limit, and uh, yeah, it, it's a tricky place, and it's almost like the length of the whole thing makes it even harder because, you know, like if you feel comfortable, maybe you tend to just stop there and not continue to work. And if you don't feel good, you know, there's a panic to, to get quicker. And it, it's like, it's a, it's a very mental week. Uh, I, I can see that now being part of it for sure. Uh, it's probably more mental than anything else I've done or any other race I've done. So yeah, very, very, very different challenge. Very good. Scott, first of all, being nosy, uh, you get a, got a big bang, it appears, out of uh, your boss's uh, answer about uh, getting in the race car. Do you have some inside information there for us or not? About, about Chip having another go? Is that yeah, what yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Start with the two-seater, try the two-seater, right? <laughs> Kick Mario out of his seat there. Right, right, right. That's me, baby. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. Wow. <laughs> he, hasn't, he, hasn't, uh, he hasn't let me know anything coming up. I, I, I appreciated uh, Mike's whole answer about you since I've been here since you first arrived, and I'd agree with that assessment. But just out of curiosity, those of us here, me, people that think about these things, your legacy is long secure. I mean, it, you're clearly one of the, the greatest ever to participate in this sport. I know you don't think about that probably every day. You think about today. But sitting here today, if you were given this incredible choice, six championship, another Indianapolis 500 win, where would you fall? I think my answer is always the same. Why not both? I understand. Um, <laughs> that's why we're here, right, is to get both. You know, Chip sets those goals every year. But no, for me, I think, um, you know, what drives me every day is the team. You know, I've been very lucky to, to be working with, with Chip and Mike and, and everybody involved and, and you know, their uh, persistence and push and, you know, uh, pursuit of excellence has always been the same and I think that's what drives everybody within the team and, and you know, keeps that same, you know, mindset of trying to win these races. You know, we've uh, we've had some close ones this year. We've come up a little bit short, but, um, you know, now it's definitely the time to, to strike and, and um, you know, Winning an Indianapolis 500 definitely helps uh, the championship. Uh, they go hand in hand. Um, so yeah, that's that's all we're thinking about right now. Is you know, is today we're we're you know qualifying, turning well, getting ready for qualifying, turning up the boost, and and uh, trying to get the most out of it. But um, you know, I think our process this week has changed a little bit from you know previous years. We've really concentrated on trying to make the car you know comfortable and 
better in race running. Um, you know, qualifying is going to be tough this year. I think just with conditions alone is, is going to be pretty grueling for, for a lot of teams and ourselves. Uh, so, you know, as normal, it's trying to cover all the bases, but, you know, also trying to be the fastest. I know they've got a hard out, so we've got some questions. Scott, uh, Will Power and uh, uh, Joseph Newgarden pretty much think that the car in the race will be about the same as it was last year. So does that make even more emphasis on starting up front? How do you feel about does the car have any subtle differences or changes over last year's model? Uh, well, they've they've made some changes, you know, with with the uh, increased downforce levels. I think which you'll see a lot of teams utilize that. I think Firestone did a good job with the tire. I think with the darker appearance of the track, it definitely the UV is you know making a bigger difference once it does get hot. And I think we're starting to see some of the char characteristics of you know the push off the corners. Um, but I think from race running, you've seen some teams that have that have worked it out. There definitely seems to be more. Uh, cars that are good, I think. So that's going to make it difficult. You know, I, I don't know about the qualifying up front. You know, I think we've seen many a times, you know, throughout the years, if you have a good car, you know, we've seen Dario kind of get spun in pit lane, go to the back and drive through to the front. That is probably a little more difficult right now. Um, but still definitely, uh, you know, if you're mid-pack or even further back, you've got 500 miles to get to the front. If you've got a good car, it's definitely going to happen. Uh, two questions. My first is for Felix. You mentioned the mental aspects of this week. Um, mentally, after your accident, is there any difficulty or pause or thought trying to get back up to speed the next day? Uh, I mean, I, I think it goes for the same thing. As I said, you know, you need to take every step after, like, there's no way you can take two steps at a time. You need to take one step every time. Uh, and we're, you know, we're on the spare car, which is a different car. So obviously, it feels a bit different when you go out. Like yesterday, it's not exactly as you felt before the, the accident happened. Uh, so you just need to work on the car, getting it into the the sweet spot again, where it feels comfortable. And you know, no matter how long that takes, that's what you got to do. Uh, I think we we went a, a long way yesterday, and we're just going to continue where we were and keep working on that. Uh, but yeah, obviously, mentally, it's it's not easy for sure. But you know, we'll we'll go we'll go through it, and we'll forget it, and you know, just focus step by step. You glad to have checked off that box of guys who have hit the wall? Well, I'm not particularly glad about it, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's probably a question of time, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's not it's nothing fun for sure. And Chip, I've asked uh, the other owners who, before you who have come in their positions on guaranteed positions in the field. And, and if this is truly the fastest 33, I'd like to give you an opportunity to explain your position in more than 140 characters. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, my position is it should be the, you know, should be the fastest 33. And I, I'm not saying it's not going to be that. There is, a, there is a, a scenario where it won't be the fastest 33. So I, I just think that that's not right. I think it should be the fastest 33. Well, if you, if, if you don't, I think it's one or the other. You know, if you, don't have, if you don't have the fastest 33, then I think you should have guaranteed spots. If you do have the fastest 33, then leave it, you don't need that. And I'm not, I'm not, I, never, I never said 25 and 8 or anything like that. I, I just, I, it's just the way I feel if there's... If, there's, if it's not the fastest 33, then the, 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 the full season participants should have some guarantee. If it's, if it's the fastest 33, then, then I'm fine with that. 
Scott. Does that, does that answer your question clearly? Scott, you had mentioned the um, uh, new sealer on the track being it's a lot darker than it has been in the past. Are you noticing the temperature of the track coming up faster uh, on a sunny, when the sun's out than it has in the past? And if so, what are you doing about it? Uh, well, the good thing is it's the same for everybody. <clears throat> um, yeah, there's not a whole lot you can do, really. You know, I think um, it, it just makes everything worse as far as, you know, the, the, the sunlight affecting it. Um, you know, I think it's... It's good, you know, that the speedway is definitely, uh, you know, trying to help the circuit. I think that the grip is maybe up a little bit from from what we've seen previous years, um, because of that. Um, and I think it's, you know, the longevity they're looking for to look after the, you know, the the, the surface. Um, but yeah, you can't do anything about, you know, the the sun, um, you know, heating the surface up. But you, you you know, you're you're constantly trying to make the car better. That adds kind of a different element to it and added added uh, difficulty, but. You know, there's, there's not a whole lot you can do. Uh, two questions again. Uh, one for Chip Chanassi, one for Felix Rosenquist. Uh, depending on sponsorship, is there any possibility or plan in the near or long-term future you will expect to more than two cars? I think, uh, yeah, I, I, think, I think you could probably say that, that that's, we're certainly looking in that direction. And the question to Felix. Uh, so far from your country, Kenny Bragg was the most successful driver from Sweden at the Indy 500. Do you have personal contact to him? Did you reach out to get some advice or information before you came to America? Uh, no, actually, I never met him, to be fair. Uh, you know, we, he lived in the UK for all his life, and he's never been around where I've been. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of weird, but we, we actually never met at all. He, he's... He's been more in contact with Marcus, actually, uh, in his young days. Uh, but I think I'll, I'll, meet him this, I'll, I'll meet him this week, probably. I, I heard he's going to be here, so look forward to that. Chip, you've obviously participated, as general reference, in a lot of the conversation about, about bumping. And, and in the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of passionate responses. I'm wondering if you think you'll, you'll see uh, a lot more fans in the stands for qualifying these next two days as a result of that, I mean, we have the return of bumping now and, and there should be, there seems to be a lot of excitement about it. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the bumping is just a matter of how many cars you have. I don't think it has to do with the rules per se. It's just a matter of the entries. So yeah, I would hope that there, I would <clears> hope <throat> that brings out more fans. Well, I think if you, you know, obviously, I, I think if you had, you know, I remember in 1982, when I, my rookie year here, there were 62 dr car-driver combinations. 62. Bump, bumping was serious then. I mean, it was, you know, you, you, uh, it wasn't a, you know, a fait accompli. You were in the race. So I think, uh, yeah, I think that's what brought out, I think that's what brought out the people. Having said that, I don't think, you know, I, I, I don't think with the current, uh, you know, the current formula and the current, not that anything's wrong with the current formula. I just think that, you know, the days of, 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 of guys spending a million dollars or whatever, a million, million plus dollars to come here uh, and have a chance of not making it are probably gone. You know, that, I think it's just too much money to spend to, to, not, to not be in the race. 
and, and I think that's just, you know, the growth of, of, of the world, really. It's not, it doesn't have to do with the sport or the rules or the cars or anything. I mean, I think it's just a, a fact that, that, that um, so, but I, I think there's, you know, I, I think, I, I think, I think, you know, I also think that, that people are accessing the sport in many different ways than they used to. I think, you know, young people, uh, more people are accessing motorsports than ever before. They just don't access it by showing up, like in, in say, in my generation they did. So, uh, but, but I think, you know, I, uh, young people I know are very, very connected. The, 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 the partners and sponsors we're involved with, they, they know more about the sport from not being here almost than me being here. You know, if, if they read a lot and, and follow it online or, you know, on their computer or their mobile device. So, again, I think that's just part of the growth of sports in general. One more? Kelby, have time for one more? Uh, yep. <clears throat> fast Friday, you get to turn up the boost, and in qualifying, the boost is turned up. Do you see that there's still a need to maybe do that? Would you like to have this boost level full time or the fact there are two different boost levels, one for qualifying, one for the race is, you know, a good thing or a bad thing? Is that for me? For Scott? We'll let Peter Wong has the best answer. You got a better answer. Um, I, I think with it, I, I don't want to give a, a, a political answer here. The uh, it, it, with notification, Bruce, uh, to the to the uh, to Chevrolet and Honda, that's possible. It would also require, in this case, uh, uh, at least one additional engine added to the rotation, which will cost more money. Uh, you know, Chip referenced uh, the 62 people here in 1982. I, I remember coming to the Speedway from the very first time I came. The reason people came on qualifying day here was to see somebody break 190 mile an hour or 195 or who's going to be the first one to go 200. I remember when Sneva and Mears uh, were going for that 200 mile an hour number. I mean, people, the more, that morning, it was pouring rain. They were in the grandstands all the way around a racetrack and sat there until 3.30 in the afternoon when USAC decided we were only going to practice, we weren't going to qualify. They came to watch somebody go fast. So in reference to your question, absolutely, absolutely. People want to come here to watch people go fast. When you turn the boost up, you go faster. Um, it's really simple. So I think for this race, they ought to give us an extra engine, and we should go faster. So keep this boost level today throughout the I, I'm just saying that they should come up with a formula for the engine. I don't know what the boost level is. I'm not an engine guy. I'm just saying that they should come up with a way for us to be fast enough to give an opportunity for people to see that speed. Uh, I think it's a, a very valid point, you know, that that definitely does create a lot of uh, noise for, you know, the fans. And I think it's something different, right? You know, it's been, I don't know, when was Ari's lap? It's been a very long time. Six, yeah. So, yeah, maybe, maybe next year. It's not going to happen this year, I don't think. And, don't. Well, maybe it will, I don't know. Yeah, the only the only way the speed's going to come back is for the engine power to go up because we're not going to get the apron back. Let's face it, and I don't want to get into that can of worms. The uh, the reality is that they have to enhance the engine and probably then also enhance the tires for us to have that speed. 
Very good. Good. Thanks very much for coming, folks. Thanks.